Hey, what is up, y'all? My name is Chris Creed. Let's have some fun. <laughs> hey, listen, this podcast is going to change everything for you. This show is for online entrepreneurs who want to grow and scale their income and impact. It's where I give you strategies and tactics from the best marketers and business owners in the world to help you stay visible and relevant and impactful. Because you are a change maker. You help people with your courses, your trainings, your books, your live events, and you continue to show up and do the work. So whether you're just getting started or you've been in the game for years, I made this podcast to help you on your journey. Welcome to the Storywell Marketing Podcast. All right, let's do this. Hey, what is up, y'all? Man, I am so glad to be back with you all. This has been a long hiatus that I never intended to have. Um, honestly, I, I really, 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 truly did not uh, intend to to be gone this long. But you know, here, here's um, here, here's a lesson for the for you guys um, from from this, you know, from the hiatus. Okay, um, a couple of weeks ago. I was um, I, I was chatting with my uh, mindset coach Helen, who is awesome. She's she's part of the uh, Digital Insiders group um, with Julie Stoyan. Um, I'm in Julie's mastermind, and we're all in there together. So Helen's my mind mindset coach um, through that. And one of the things she told me when I was you know kind of expressing like, hey, I don't want to you know give up or I don't want to stop, you know, and I don't I don't know how I feel about where I am and what I'm doing and, and just basically talking about confidence. And, and she said something that I will never forget. It was um, a, a quote from Myron Golden. When somebody asked him what, uh, and Myron is a, a, a speaker, he's, he's amazing. You guys should go look him up. Um, somebody asked him what this, his secret to success was. And he said, the secret is to stay in the game long enough to know what the rules are. And it made me think about all my successes and all my failures and everything I've started and stopped, right? And it's all been leading somewhere. But if I had stayed in the game, like the secret is not to do something. It's, it's to stay in the game long enough to know what the rules are. And I've stopped and started. And if I had just kept going straight through, I wouldn't have had to restart so many times, right? I would have just been able to keep going and keep learning. And that's what's happening Right now, in real time, that you're seeing this podcast, and you know, even though it's evolved into into this new thing that I explained in the in the previous episode, it is an an evolution of me and my journey. And so, in 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 reality, I'm still documenting (laughs) the journey, even though we won't be talking about that as often on here. We're bringing more interviews and things like that, but you know, it's it's all a journey. So we have to just keep going. If we can keep going, then we will get um, we will get what we want. If not, then we're going to have to keep restarting, and it's going to take longer every single time. Eventually, you'll get there. But man, we will be wasting the most precious thing, precious thing we have, and that is time. So that's enough. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that because me and Allie get into that in this um, interview. And speaking of that, oh my gosh, y'all, listen, Allie Bjork, she. I met her through Julie's Mastermind, and we're going to talk about that later, and I'm not going to give anything away except that she's awesome, and she is a living, breathing example of someone who worked past those friction points that I just talked about and kept going until she knew the rules of the game, and then she won and started winning the game. 
And what do I mean by winning the game? I mean that she scaled her business to seven figures in less than a year. All right. So I don't want to give anything else away, but I'll just, I'll just say that, that Allie's awesome. Allie Bjork, this interview is awesome. I'm excited for you to hear it. So without further ado, here's my interview with Allie Bjork. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you so much for being here today. I'm really excited. We get to talk to Allie Bjork. Allie is a visibility strategist, a coach, and consultant. She's helped hundreds of business owners create visibility strategies and marketing plans for their own business. Oh, and also she scaled her business to seven figures in less than a year with a $27 offer. So we're probably going to need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> she a two comic club award winner, a mother of three littles, eight years old and under and a world traveler, which we should also try to chat about that because man, I want to be traveling again and uh, we should talk about that later. So I'm so glad you're here, Allie. Thank you so much for doing Thank this. You. I should like bring you around with me to intro all the time. That was awesome. <laughs> like, Thank music. You. Oh, good. Thank you so much. Well, you're awesome. I'm glad you're here. Um, you. So I, I, I gave the audience a little bit of, of your story. You want to take the next like three to five minutes and just kind of give us a, a little bit more of your backstory here? Yeah, absolutely. So I started out, um, I actually have a bachelor's of fine art in graphic design. That's kind of where my story originated. I was working for an agency um, doing SEO because I graduated at uh, in 2008 from college and that was there were not very many graphic design jobs. So I kind of jumped in headfirst to the digital marketing world. And in the interview, I saw... Well, for this position, it was with a web design agency. The position said SEO manager. And I googled, what is SEO? Like, I had no idea what SEO even was. But I was like, okay, like, I can build a website. I can write. I can figure out SEO. I will, I'll do whatever it takes to learn this. So I've, I fell deeply into the pool of info products really quickly just because I had to learn what SEO was. So I was watching all these courses. I was... I mean, YouTube trainings were fairly new at that point. I think um, it's been a while. So I started watching all these info product things. And I, I was like, dude, I could totally do this. Like, I want to teach people the things that I'm learning. I want to teach graphic design. I want to teach web design. But that was like 10 years ago. It took me 10... So when you say like, yeah, I did it. I went from zero to seven figures in a year. That's kind of true. But there was also like nine years of not actually doing the thing I wanted to do, building up to that point. So before launching the the original $27 tiny offer, I was working um, after my son was born, I started doing more freelancing just um, because I had a dream of leaving my day job. I didn't I want to put my son in daycare. I live in a small town. So it was almost like I was paying more for my son to be outside of the house than I was getting paid to be at my job. And it just didn't make sense. So I started freelancing in order to, um, you know, start replacing my income. And then it just worked. I was doing social media marketing and building websites. And I was surprised at how easily I could get clients and replace what an agency was paying me to do the same thing. So it didn't take very long for me to actually quit my job after I decided that I didn't want to have a job anymore. It took maybe like a year um, before I went from being fully employed to self-employed. And after that happened um, from... What year would that have been? I can't even remember. Like 2012 to probably 2018, I was falling deeper into the world of Facebook groups and learning about launches and learning about how to support people that were launching the info products. And um, I had FOMO every single time because if I go back to 
when I fell into the SEO pool, I was watching the info products and like that seed was planted that I wanted to teach. But I was doing all the behind the scenes stuff of running ads and building the funnels. And um, you know, I wanted a funnel baby of my very own, but I just couldn't quite get it done because as every service provider knows, you get busy doing the work and, and delivering the products for the other people. It's really, really hard to get into your own thing. So it, it took me probably six months to build this tiny offer. Um, well, what I call tiny offer, it's actually a self-liquidating offer is what you might see it called in the, in the funnel world. Um, but once I took all the knowledge that I had amassed after doing it for all these other people and you know, just studying it for so long, I finally put it into a product to launch into the world and it did really well. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of the, you know, the, the long story of how I got to this point. But yeah. Maybe That's crazy. Version. Yeah, it was it was really fun to finally like pull the trigger and be like, I'm going to do this for myself. And Julie, we share a coach, Julie Stoyan. Um, she, I would ask her like, well, should I do it from this angle or should I try to launch it this way? And she was like, I don't know what's going to work. Like, just try something and get it out in the world and see what happens. And then within like two weeks, we were in Connecticut at her mastermind, and I had just launched it. And I was sitting at dinner with Julie, and I was like. Hey Julie, I just crossed the ten thousand dollar mark on this little baby product that I launched over here, and she's like, "What? That's insane! You made ten k?" And I'm like, "Yes." And so then fast forward a few months, and and we crossed the seven figure mark. Crazy. So was that in this? That was in the spring, right? That yeah, I launched year. it. That, and so it's been exactly a year. I launched at the end of March. Wow. Okay, so I'm glad you brought up Julie because we we do share share a coach, that, and she's awesome, and. Um, that that was, you know, we. I, I remember seeing you. I don't think we got to chat that much because I was in and out of that of that mastermind in, in the fall because I joined right. in the fall. <laughs> yep. And um, and so you must have you were like right on the cusp of it right then of of crossing that line pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the million dollar mark. Yeah, that one. yeah, I was getting I was getting pretty close. Um, because that would have been in that was in November. I think that we were at that event. I think yeah. it officially happened in January. Wow. While I was at Funnel Hacking Live. Oh, that's, I right. that's right. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so that's so there's like, I was like two months away. I knew I was getting close, but wow. I, I didn't think it was actually going to happen because, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, like that don't happen to real people, just other people. That is so wild. Okay. So let's... I want to dig into all of that. That was all awesome. And um, I love that you said, yeah, sure. Um, I did this in less than a year, but it was actually a 10-year overnight success. Like that's, that's exactly. really, really, really good. Um, and I also really can empathize with the not being able to do your own, <laughs> own thing. Yeah, while it's hard. Stuff. It is. It's hard. Like in trying to do both, I mean, is oh my gosh, it's, mm -hmm. it's really tough. So thanks for sharing all that. Okay, so let's let's dig into the beginning of this. So I, I'm sure things didn't. Maybe they did click right away. I don't know. You tell me. Like what? How did? What? Oh gosh, I don't even know where to start. Um, they did not click right away. Okay, well let's let's talk about as, that. As any good funnel goes, it it wasn't the first, the very first launch. So when I, what I ultimately ended up launching for people who don't know was a calendar about live streams. So it was teaching people how to use live streams to um, like build consistency or teach themselves how to be consistent, how to show up, how to sell from your live stream. So like having a call to action and also just, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge production. You can do it in three and a half minutes a day. So I position it as like this new opportunity is to live stream every day, just a little bit 
and teach yourself all these lessons and, you know, basically a starting point for Which, visibility. By the way, I have sent that to so many people because it's you? fantastic and you guys awesome. should go, go download you. it. I'll, I'll put the link for it in the, in the notes here. Thank you. Um, so that's not where it started. Where it started was I was selling for $27. I was selling a funnel that people could use. They could talk about the funnel on their live stream to get leads from their live streams. It was an okay idea, but it wasn't, it wasn't what people were thinking about or they weren't waking up like, Ooh, I really need to get more, more people filling out forms after watching my live streams. Like it wasn't a strong enough um, desire point for people and it didn't match up what they think they needed. So part of what I teach now in the tiny offer lab, so teaching people how to build these little offers that kind of helped my business take off are that you need to first figure out what your audience thinks they need because there's this gap between what we know as experts. Like I know that you shouldn't be doing social media until you have a call to action to get people to buy things and actually make offers. Otherwise, you're just making noise and not making money. Um, so that's what I knew as the expert. But what people are thinking is like, Oh, I just need to be more visible. If I just was more visible, then I would have more clients. And if I just knew what to say, if I could just be consistent, like they have all these stories that they're telling themselves where when I... So when I first launched it, I think I had one sale. Like I spent a few hundred bucks on ads, one person bought it. And I told Julie, I was like, Oh my gosh, someone bought my thing. This is crazy. And she's like, Yeah, cool. You made $27 on like $300 of ad spend. Good job. <laughs> um, so I ended up turning the ads off to rework it. And it took me like six months to go from the first launch to the the second launch because yeah. I just couldn't I just couldn't get myself to work on it because I had so many doubts of like, well I did this once and it didn't work. Like why would I put all this time into launching a product that I I can't guarantee is gonna sell? But I forgot like how much value is actually in the process of creation. And I think that's what I see with a lot of my students too is they have a lot of mindset around like, well, what if I spent all this time creating it and it doesn't sell? Um, who am I to think that I can sell a product? Like all these imposter syndrome feelings come in and um, ultimately people are afraid that they're going to waste time and that they should be spending their time somewhere else to make money, like with service-based clients where you know that, you know, you know, a check's going to come in because you're, you have a deliverable where digital products can be harder. I can empathize with everyone who has launched a product that didn't work the first time. And, and the key is to like keep moving forward and fail faster instead of like failing and then taking six months and then maybe having success or maybe failing again. Like if you can just not take it personally and not be like, Oh, I suck at offer design or this product is no good. I'm no good. Like if you can just use data and figure out, you know, okay, there were clicks, but not purchases. There weren't any, you know, no one clicked on my ads. Then if you just can detach from it on an emotional standpoint, standpoint, like don't be married to your, your digital product baby and just look at numbers and what people want. Like that's a way easier angle to come from. That's, Total that's, tangent. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. No, I, I, I love that. I mean, I, I know that things don't, don't usually work right away. And I, I was, I'm, I'm grateful that, that you, uh, that you're, that you're so open about that. And I, and I think that it's, it's like, I, well, it, it makes me wonder, you know, if just, just for me, like I, I, all, all I keep thinking about is like, all right, awesome. I, I mean, I've, I'm trying things. I'm trying a lot of different things. I'm, I'm entering into that info side coming out from, from the agency side as well. I'm like, so I, I like, if I want to make something that people want, 
how, what do you have just a, a, you know, a sort of a succinct, you don't have to tell me everything, but like a succinct uh, way to, to go about doing that. Um, to figure out what people actually want. Yeah. yeah. Instead of what you think they want. Cause I, yeah. Yeah. So one, one thing that I did um, that in hindsight, I realized was kind of a hack that other people can use is uh, I built a store on my website with that had a bunch of different products that didn't act actually exist. So I I came up with ideas. I made it look like it existed. I built a mock-up. I built a product description. I pretty much did everything except for create the product and then put it out into the world and you know got people on my website. And then I looked at all the analytics behind, okay, what are they what are they looking at? What are they actually buying? So when they did buy, I mean there was a big banner at the top that said because of the the custom nature of these products, please allow 72 hours for delivery. So then if somebody bought something, I was like, crap, now I need to like design this thing and, and get it delivered in 72 hours. And it, you know, I would have to maybe pull an all-nighter to get it out the door, which seemed like a lot of work for just, you know, one $19 ebook. But at least I had the data and the um, you know, the social proof and and the fact that someone bought it to know that it was worth exploring it and building it out further. So now I have a full shop of like 30 things in it that people are buying because I, you know, I've trimmed and I've added and I've figured out what people actually um, are interested in. And then I've used that data to put into my digital products. But you can do that with... I mean, you can write blog posts about certain products. You can even do Facebook posts and just see what people are engaging with. There's some different ways to actually test and see what their interest levels are. And some of it's like buyer psychology and, and even just talking to people that are your ideal audience to see what words they're using, what they're actually asking for. The example I use um, on my webinar is talking about weight loss where weight loss experts are like, Oh, you need, to, you need to diet, you need to sleep, you need to work out, you need to do you know, weightlifting and cardio. And they know all these different things. But the, other, the, the person who's coming looking for a solution is like, I have a, a high school reunion in two weeks. I just want to cleanse where I'm going to you know, look skinnier in 14 days. So yeah. it's like, that's what they want. Even though as the expert, you know, like there's a whole lot more to actually getting to the end result. But, but if you talk to people, you actually hear what they say and how they say it, which makes a big difference too. Yeah, 100%. I love that. Um, okay, cool. Well, let's... let's, um, let, let's Let's talk about the the. You want to, to talk about the whole offer, but you had so the the this visibility um, live stream calendar is twenty seven dollars. So um, that's a lot. There would be have to be a lot of those to add up to a million dollars. <laughs> yes. So part of what I call like the tiny offer suite is it's three different products. So it's like a an intro offer. That's the thing that they think they need. Um, and then you add on with what we call an order bump in the digital marketing world. So the the whole goal is to get that average cart value up, you know, mm, up yeah. as much as you can. Some people will add like two or three upsells, but I only have one. So then the the upsell, well, the order bump is how to repurpose your live stream. So the idea is that you complement what they just purchased with something that will help them get results faster. So it's like the here's the live stream calendar. Great, you're doing your live streams. Now take what you've created in the live streams and you know put it on YouTube, make it into an image quote card for Instagram. Like these, This is how you repurpose the content you just created. And then I had an upsell, which was a $77 product, which was kind of what the original live stream thing started with. It's about 
sales funnel. So it's like, now that you have people consuming your content, you know, they're watching your live streams, they're seeing you on all these other channels that you're repurposing. Now this is how you get a lead from all of that traffic that you're doing. This is how you, um, this is how you like multiply your, it's called the client multiplier method, which is a super cheesy name. But um, you know, it's like, this is how you get more people to actually buy things from your live streams. So it, that's what I knew they needed all along, but I got them in the door with meeting them where they were at or where right. they were. Right. And so in the example you gave with the weight loss company, they could do the same thing where it's like, um, if you flip it around, so like you already had, sorry, you already had that thing built and made, and that's what you were trying to sell. So you yep. had all these pieces. So I, I think it's important to note, like for those who don't know, like an SLO funnel usually has a ton of different stuff in it. So if you mm-hmm. can think about like all the elements of, 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 okay, I have these things and I know that people need these things. What you want to put up front then from, from what you just heard is, is not the, is not the thing that they need, but the thing that they want and like is the sexiest thing like that's gonna give them results fast is that right yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and then you Um, use those upsell mechanisms to you know after they've after the it obviously it's a lot easier for somebody to to say yes to something after they've already said yes to something um so yeah (laughs) i mean is that is that pretty much the psychology and like the method of it i mean yeah yep so Part of when you're designing what I call the offer suite is figuring out these different elements that will make it feel like it's a really robust thing. Because what a lot of people will do is just design a product and then maybe they'll throw in some unrelated bonuses that that don't actually help people um, you know, find your offer more enticing. So when you start thinking through the different elements, instead of just adding in random bonuses, you think through like what are their objections and then you come up with a training around that and then that becomes... Um, you know, what the the bonus should be for yeah. each step of the offer. So it's like, I don't have time. I'm not smart enough. I don't trust this person who's trying to sell me something. Um, my business doesn't operate that way. You know, people usually have pretty similar objections. So figuring out what those would be. Yeah, that's amazing. Do you, could you give me an example of how to do that? If how, how to create a training around for example, I don't trust this person who is selling me something. So that's a really good, a really easy one to fix. Um, we have a student that went through our program who sells $100,000 offers. Like that's what she teaches people is this is how you create a 100K offer. Wow. And she came into the first coaching call and she's like, I joined this program because I thought it would be cool, but I don't know how the heck you're going to help me get from a $27 product to a $100,000 offer. And yeah, I was like, yeah. well... I'm up for a challenge. Let's do it. So what we ended up coming up with for her in that like trust building scenario to to get people over the hump of like 100k offers aren't even possible is she created a book of case studies showing them this is exactly how I got this client into creating $100,000 offers. This is what it looked like. This was the process. So she she created an entire ebook full of just case studies. So not only was it interesting for people to read and be able to start modeling their thinking after how she designed it. She was also just basically a book of testimonials for her to show of, you know, so like covers both angles and built, build a lot of trust. So the bonus is like, here's a hundred case studies of how I helped these business owners launch their hundred K offers. Like I would buy just that on its yeah, own. For sure. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. But cool. it works. It works in a lot of different industries too, not just hundred K offer industry. Yeah. Yeah, the hundred K offer. That's a great industry to be in. I love that. Right. Yeah, she's got some copycats now. I feel bad because I used her example in my webinar, and now other yeah. people are 
launching their 100K offer business. Oh, goodness. Come on. Come on, guys. Right. Oh, man. Well, yeah. I I know there's... Since you've launched your live stream thing, there's also been a lot of other people making those as well. Um, So I guess it happens. Like that's that's kind of what I've been uh, tossing around with lately, just with some friends of like things you put out on the internet, people, you know, that they... They, you know, they make things. That's what, that's right. what happens. So I didn't invent the calendar either, though. So I'm sure there there were ones that came before mine. <laughs> so yeah. it's like finding the unique angle. Like mine was a live stream calendar. There are launch calendars. There are Instagram calendars. There's, totally. you know, it's like figuring out what your new opportunity is to. to I make love it that. Real. That's such a great attitude too, as well. Bless and release, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to. Um, motto. Uh, I always say bless and release, block and delete. Like that's my. If someone's copied me, like you're dead to me, but also like bless you, you know, good yeah, luck. Yeah. I, I good wish luck. you the best in, yeah. in all honesty. I hope they have success, but yeah, we're done. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But we're done okay. So, but let's real quick, how, how, how do you, how do you take someone like what happens on the back end? I guess $27 offer to, uh, higher, higher programs. Like how do you send people to coaching and consulting and masterminds through, through that? Yeah. So when I, when I was, when I officially looked at my Stripe and PayPal accounts and realized that the cash collected had hit over a million dollars, it was, I think probably about 650,000 of it had come from this tiny offer. And I don't remember the exact math, but it was something like, um, what would that even be? 10,000 plus people had purchased this little offer. Um, and then the other 350 had come from my group coaching program, which is it's a high ticket program. It's expensive. It's worth it, but it's expensive. It's about five thousand dollars to join it. Nice. So, what, how that looks from a sales perspective is kind of like a, a funnel stack. Like I brought in the leads essentially for free, and there is ad spend in there too. Of course, there's always going to be expenses. It's not like I have a hundred. Not a hundred million. That would be cool. I don't have like a million dollars sitting, you know, yeah. in my office in cash right behind me or anything. Yeah. But um, you know, so I ran ads to the tiny offer that usually had a two X or a three X return on ad spend. And then from there, they were on my email list. I, you know, didn't really send them a whole lot of emails, but then I launched a live webinar that I was doing every Sunday where they would get an email inviting them to the webinar if they came to the webinar. I would present, you know, this is why the live stream calendar worked. This is what it looked like. And here's the coaching program if you want to build your own. Um, so I did that weekly for about probably eight weeks or so before hitting that point, before hitting the 350K. So really, it is that, I mean, just, just a matter of like... Like two you, months. Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy cool. Yeah. I love that so much. So you... But the big the big part, I guess, was you, you've built this trust. They've seen your face in in the members area of the, the live stream thing. They, they bought this thing. They maybe bought yeah. more from you and they've probably been following you now. Um, do you enter them into like your social media web? Like, is there any cross pollination in there? Not really. The only ads I was running, I'm starting to explore more into um, like video content and retargeting just to see what fun I can have <laughs> with yeah. that. But I was only running ads to the tiny offer live stream and then ads to the webinar. Yeah. So people would see, they would see the webinar ads even if they were already on my list and they'd get my emails about it even if they were already on my list. But what I found out was that of the people that joined that $5,000 program, 70% of them had come from being a tiny offer buyer 
previously. Holy so cow. 30% of them did see a webinar ad, join the live webinar, and then buy. But for the most part, they were all tiny offer buyers who ascended into the next level, I guess would be the marketing way to say that. The marketing way, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's incredible. Um, cool. So just they, they, they come into your world, you communicate with them a little bit in email, and then you started doing webinars every week. And I, I love the idea of webinars mm-hmm. every week. I know Russell talks about like that being your only plan, like just do yeah. webinars every week. Um, and I love that. But I think like just from, from the numbers you just gave, like 30%, I mean, 70% of that revenue wouldn't have happened if you hadn't had yeah. brought them into your, to your world before, before they saw a webinar ad or whatever. Exactly. Like, and because it, it was a self-liquidating offer by nature, I didn't have to pay for those leads. I mean, one of the hooks that I use on my ads is like, this is how I get leads for free. And people are like, yeah, but you're running Facebook ads. You're paying for them. <laughs> yeah, but they get paid off right away. So it's kind of free. Yeah. I love that. I mean, that, that's the whole point, right? That's yeah. Like, that's amazing. So I was at Funnel Hacking Live um, and I had my whole team at Funnel Hacking Live. So we were working a lot at the event. We were, you know, with doing weekly webinars, we always were in some phase of launch, it felt like for about eight weeks there. Um, and so we were working and I knew the Two Comma Club Awards were being given out on Friday. It was like Wednesday night. And I, I was like... I don't even want a two comma club award. This is stupid. (laughs) Doesn't even matter. It's not profit. Like it doesn't actually mean anything. And then I was like, I'm just going to log on just to check and see. So I look at Stripe and I look at PayPal and I like got my little phone calculator out and I was like, wait a minute. I crossed the million dollar mark. And I like (laughs) told my team and like showed them my phone. And I was like, this says I made a million dollars. And so then Julie being our coach has, you know, some hookups that, at ClickFunnels and knew the right people to email. So I was able to send out some emails on Wednesday night and be like, can I, can I walk on Friday? Like, here's my screenshots. I really did it. So they, you know, I was able to walk even though it was like two days notice to collect the Two Comma Club Award. That and is- it made it even more fun. My family drove from Minnesota to Nashville through the night to be able to come on stage with me at Funnel Hacking Live. So it was really amazing to have them. There. I knew that they were there. I didn't know they drove through the night. That's crazy. Yeah, they found out on Wednesday, and my husband like took time off and packed the kids up. And he he didn't want to fly with three kids. Driving seemed like a better option for him. I don't know why, but but yeah, they made it, and they you know I got to see them run through the door and try to get the girls all dressed up from their you know twenty hours worth of car yeah. driving outfits, and then get them on stage. So it was it was really fun. Wow, that's so. If you see the pictures of um, like accepting the Two Comma Club Award, my daughter is asleep on my husband's shoulder because she had been... It, it was a rough drive for him, I think. <laughs> yeah. <I'm laughs> totally so worth it. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. It's it's wild um, I to think about like walking through this whole process. And I'm sure it was like emotional the whole time, you know, and like these yeah. people, your family is like... They're, you don't want to like have to loop them in on everything, they, but they see you like in the process. So like, what was, what was that like going through that with, with kids and, and a husband and, and just yeah. life and all that? Well, I, I tell people that I built this business one handed, which sounds weird, but I, like, I always had a, a kid on my hip or I was like nursing or something where I always had like one hand on my keyboard trying to design or write or whatever. So like the idea of not having them there with me seemed pretty like, like 
I, it wouldn't be worth accepting if my family wasn't there. And, um, so especially, I mean, my husband's been super supportive from day one. He's like, if this is what you want to do, then go for it. And I remember when I first started working with Julie, reading her like income reports to him and being like, this woman makes like $70,000 a month. That's insane. And he's like, yeah, honey, that's cool. Like yeah. good for her. You know, like <laughs> he always believed in me and believed like in the support that I felt like was necessary um, to get to the next level for my business. But for him to see it firsthand, I think was really cool too. Yeah. That's, and my kids, like to see their mama up there. That was awesome. Dude. Yeah. Super cool. Because like there's... People always talk about like work-life balance and stuff. And my wife and I both have businesses. So it's like... I mean, we're making it happen. Like that's that's really the name of the game, I think. So yeah. We're making it happen. Yeah. So I you don't gotta know. Do, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, I often get up at 3 or 4 in the morning to work and then spend the day with my kids so that I'm I'm not working while they're awake because the second I have my laptop open they're like, "Well, I want screen time. I want to watch YouTube." Yeah. Like Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's so crazy. Why well, I'm that's a, an amazing story. So I Thank talking you. about that for a second cuz I'm sure when it happened you were kind of just like flashing back to the whole journey. Um mm-hmm. and you probably had a lot of time to think about it right now. Do you have do you have any advice for people just to keep track of the journey? Because like I, I want to look back on that, you know, and that and be able to track it as well. And do you, what? Is there anything you did or you would recommend people do? Yeah, um, I mean, some of it we're just naturally doing as as people that live and breathe online. I mean, just even scrolling through my Instagram from a year ago or two years ago, I also journal pretty religiously every morning. So rereading some of, I mean, even just how my brain worked a year ago compared to how it works now and like what I believe to be possible. It's, it's been really interesting to like see my thought process evolve. Yeah. Especially, I mean, from joining Julie's mastermind and watching people get up at our mastermind, people do like hot seats. So they get up and they present and most of them will say like, this is what I'm doing, but this is the thing I actually want to be doing. Everybody's got that thing in their back pocket. And I noticed that the first event of like, everybody had a thing they actually wanted to be doing. And just being in a room with people who are working towards doing the thing they want to do is hugely powerful. And it opened up my eyes to ideas that I didn't think normal people could do. Like, why couldn't I write a book? Why couldn't I have a group program? Why can't I do live webinars? You know, it's like all these things that I only saw, you know, like the gurus doing. I I thought that wasn't for normal people to do. But it's like at the second that you step into that role and you decide that like, hey, I can do... Why not me? It's it yeah. like opens a whole new portal of a life that you can create. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, well, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I do have uh, three questions oh. <laughs> uh, that I'm asking everybody if that's cool. Watch out! Yeah, <laughs> put me on the spot. <laughs> so uh, they're they're really easy though. Okay, so okay. Uh, here we go. What are you most excited about right now? Um, I think. Well, being that we're in the coronavirus time and we're quarantined, I think what I am most excited about is how clearly my values and priorities have presented themselves in my life. So family, togetherness. Um, on my team meetings, we do uh, we go around weekly and say like what we're what's going well in our lives and what we're thankful for. And this week, every single every single one of the people was like, "I'm thankful for family and I'm thankful for health." And like. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have, you know, that we've gotten that granular and these are the things that are important to us. Like it's just, it's been really cool to see 
the values shifts for other people too. But for me, especially like we're playing more board games, we're taking walks as a family. We're like, there's so much more togetherness than there was before when we've got like soccer practice and school homework. And it's been, it's been cool to see that. Yeah. I've been wondering that that's an amazing answer. And I've been feeling the same way. And my wife and I were talking about this the other day that like, we should start tracking how many hikes we've been on since, since this happened, because I don't know if yeah. it would have happened, honestly. I think we, you know, we, I love, I love to go to restaurants. We probably would have been at restaurants more. <laughs> I love going to the movies. We probably would have done that more. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's good to be outside and be as a family and like hanging out and building puzzles with my kid, you know, like those kind of things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to go back. Right. <laughs> I know yeah. exactly. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Question number two, what was holding you back from starting your journey as an entrepreneur? my brain that was that was the only thing was my my belief about what not only what i believed i was capable of accomplishing but what i believed i was worthy of accomplishing so i i think one thing i realized since beginning is that you'll create the reality in which you believe you're worthy of existing so if you believe you're you're worthy of sharing your story and being heard and being listened to then a book seems like a good option. But if, you, if you're not there yet and you're like, nobody wants to hear what I have to say, no one wants to read my stuff, like you're just not going to create it. So I feel like having that self-confidence and that awareness of like, it, it's me that is holding me back from actually... Or my beliefs about what I can do or what I'm worthy of, that was the biggest um, block for me for a really long time. Holy cow. Yeah, that's amazing. What a, what a good answer. I feel like that is the case for... I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I'll speak for me as well. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it takes a lot of work to to get past that. And you know, that's where for me, at least like journaling and kind of... Uh, I don't know what the word is. And it's not like work-life balance, but like all the things balance and like working out and taking care of myself and making family a priority. And there's that that like life coaching wheel that life coaches refer to of like... There's like spirituality, there's your self-care, there's your family care. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's something yeah. it's a tool that a lot of life coaches use. And I think becoming aware of that there were all these different facets that kind of add together to create that that confidence of life. Um, it, that was a big aha moment for me. Yeah. That's it, it's it's tough to do, but I feel like when you um and it may just be a worthiness thing of like doing all those things at the same time seems like a lot, but yeah. noting that you are worth doing that for, um, mm-hmm. that's, that's a big deal. Okay. That's really good. Okay. Um, that's, yeah. that's, that's all the questions you did. So good. That was, Thank that was you. amazing. Yes. <laughs> that was for I, having I, me. an insane amount of value. Um, one of the things I wrote down that I liked, um, you didn't word it like this and specifically, but this is what you said. Make money, not noise. I really like that. <laughs> and I'm gonna that that I think that needs to be on a coffee mug somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would say tattoo, you know, a coffee oh, mug. Oh, yeah. You Man, that's awesome. Well, where, where can people go to, to find out more about you and connect with you, Allie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is odd enough that I can use the same handle across all the things. So it's AllieBjerk.com. It's A-L-L-I-E-B-J-E-R-K.com. And then Allie Bjerk on Instagram, Facebook, um, Pinterest, YouTube. I don't know. All the things. <laughs> it's pretty consistent. <laughs> Amazing. Well, yeah. this that was uh, that was so much fun. And uh, thank you so much for being on here. And I will, uh, I will talk to you. Me. It was fun. Yeah, no problem. I'll talk to you soon. 
Sounds good. Thanks. Allie, thank you so much for coming and being on the show and talking to us and telling us that incredible story. I don't know about you guys, but I'm super inspired and pumped up by that. Like, I mean, it's amazing. So I, um, I'm really grateful for her and I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we got to talk with her today. And as you know, when I release an interview, I also release two follow-up episodes. So there's a podcast episode immediately after this one that, that pairs with it, where we go in and just talk about exactly um, the strategy and everything that we, that we unpacked in this episode. I go even deeper into that. So uh, this episode, the interview is all about learning. The second episode in the stack is all about retaining that information. And then the third one is all about action. So where I give you specific actions that you can take. So right after this, right below here is, uh, is the second part to this podcast interview where I go deep and help you retain all of the stuff that we just learned. All right. So I'll see you over there. Oh, by the way, you may have noticed that I left out one of the questions. I said I was going to ask three questions and that is true. I did ask Allie three questions, but I intentionally left that part out and I'm going to do that for all of the guests during this launch. And the reason for that is because they shared such incredible value. And I want you to have this. I'm calling it the secret interviews. So if you go to soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast, you'll be able to get access to those for free just by going to the site, entering your email address there, and you'll get access to all of the interviews I've done, not just the ones I've put out so far, by the way. It's the ones, uh, any, anybody I've asked this question to, there's gonna be a, a secret interview there where you'll get to hear the knowledge they dropped. And the question I asked them, I know you're wanting to know what it is. The question I asked them is, what can you do right now? What can? What is one action that everyone can take to take their business from surviving to thriving? And I don't know about you, but I know I need that. I need to hear what those things are. So go to soldoutsecrets.com forward slash podcast, and you can get access to those secret interviews today for free. All right. So be sure to go straight to the next episode after you go download those interviews. Um, I'm going to be diving deep into everything we just talked about with Allie. And then on the next episode after that, which is all right there uh, released with this interview, I'm going to dive into specific strategies and action steps you can take right now to implement everything we just learned in your business today. All right. Love you guys. See you on the next episode.